Hello and welcome to an old new world. Hello. 2021. Yeah. Can you believe it? I don't know. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's, it's just 2020 and 2021 is all compiled together. Exactly. Really. It's kind of the year, the year just kind of paused. Yeah. I was going to do kind of like a roundup and I thought into one so yeah. there's not really a roundup but um it's it's got serious we're now going through the london lockdown as i'm calling it yep and it's it's not good it's actually it's, uh, worse it's a lot worse ever really so yeah and and, and I, s- I say this with a sense of um it is regret because what started out as um something which people were not taking seriously uh i think In exactly yeah um it's now that a lot of people have lost their lives yeah especially this time of the year because it's the flu season cold season and i think anyone that's got any respiratory problems uh it's a, it's a really tricky time uh it's also publicized that one of the worst times to go to hospital is mm. on the weekend and around the christmas period because it's the weather everything else especially in the uk especially in london and in certain areas where hospitals are there's not enough hospitals to serve a community. Yeah, it's a terrible time. So um, there there are people who are losing their lives, and uh, the majority, unfortunately, tend to be uh, elderly people that are over fifty, over sixty, and I'm I'm kind of in that category now as well. So it's a bit worrying. A little uh, bit, yeah. But but you you had a you had a, a COVID test. What, mm-hmm. what was your experience of that? Um, it was interesting. Um, I went up to the testing center. It's kind of makeshift. They're like they had mine, not mine, but like the the test center in where we live. It's like a car park. Well, yeah, yeah. So they had like a big tent, and then you go into the tent, or they just kind of ask why you're here. And it's like, do you have any symptoms? And said no, but I'm just testing because of work and everything. So you go in, and I was expecting like kind of more of like a hospital yeah hospital yeah so it's not it's just very like to do what we guess we kind of attend some tables and yeah. some chairs plastic chairs and basic tables. very very basic but just like cool what's your name because you have to book in for the appointment yeah what's your name and they'll give you like a like a like a pack of stuff you would need for um to do the test to do the test really and then someone will guide you to your table and then they'll just instruct you how to do it and it's just like you get a swab um and you put that swab in your like your nose, in like in your tonsils first. Tonsils first, okay. Yeah, so you swipe that. Yeah, and then you take it out, and then put the same swab in your nose, and like kind of do that for about ten seconds. Yeah, and um, it's not the most pleasant um experience. Experience, <laughs> but yeah. it's not the worst. It just yeah. kind of has to be done. It's not like the ones you saw earlier, where people will be sticking it up right up here, like can't remember where and you c- people say they'll feel it way too yeah. far okay but it's not the worst and um got negative if i didn't have any symptoms and i was distancing and keeping it in the house anyway yeah but um yeah it's just really weird it's kind of surreal um someone there definitely had covid i think i said it before you did yeah you said that they were coughing in the a way they were coughing was yeah. like they were coughing on their last breaths so it was just like i don't even know why you're here really you just it's a, uh, so almost self-evident but i think that's the thing depending where you are because i know there's a, this is one of my work colleagues uh he tested positive for covid and mm. he, he actually had the test the same test as yourself but one of the things that's changed his, his one was positive so he's he was off and he's you know he's pretty rough at the moment uh but then he had to have a second test and again that confirmed that he's got covid but uh 
he's in his I think late thirties, early forties. So it's again at home, self isolating and just trying to get um well. Yeah. But he's a person that's never ill. So for him it's one of those things whereby he knew he had something because mm. he's he never gets ill. Um, and unfortunately I've I've heard of at least five people are definitely over sixty who've um were positive and I, the reason I say were positive because unfortunately they've lost their lives and uh, there's there's a conversation I had recently and you've seen all these kind of jokes on the on social media about people taking the vaccinate vaccination and then there's this whole lobby about and don't take it and 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 I'm I'm neither for or neither against yeah I, I get the flu jab because I I I'm frightened this time of year is one of those things where you you will end up you will end up getting a cold or flu that's under normal circumstances away from covid so i know i've had some bad experiences in terms of getting getting the flu mm. but what worries me um is especially elderly people where uh even if they don't want to take it i think it's one of those things based on what's happening now this time of year a lot of elderly people are taking the option and getting the vaccination i mean what what do you think about it um it is from this first point really it's kind of like the government are relying on it to just get us out of the situation that's why we have like three different like manufacturers of the vaccine yeah, there's a fourth one that's from apparently yeah, from india I yeah think. so um i'm not sure if we're gonna buy that but they look i don't that's one thing i don't like is that we to really do anything now we have to get the vaccine because just it's just too much for us to the UK to handle but um but I mean I'm, I'm of the opinion is this is that uh it's I don't go to the side that you if you haven't got a vaccine you can't travel you've got but I think that will be something in the future I think that will be the case of certain places you have to be tested because I've heard of people going outside of the UK and where they go, they are tested before they get go. Whether it's even if you're checked to see if you've got a temperature, there's some form of check before you actually get access to these countries. Yeah. And then when they come back to the UK, they said there's nothing. There's until, nothing at all. There's until nothing. now. Yeah. A year later. So, so I think it's one of those things that um, something needed to be done and it wasn't done. And now there's no choice but to do it because London, England, like... It's, it's a place where you have different people, different communities coming in and, and people have different mindsets. So, all right, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not for the mask. I'm not against the mask. I'm just being practical. And I think practical, when you're practical and you go into a place where there's other people, I think um, keeping your distance, wearing a mask and just making sure your hygiene's up to scratch. And when you come home, if you need to kind of, like you were in the hospital, you went to the hospital mm. the other day and you just came in and you took your clothes off straight in and just make sure that you, you don't carry. It's just precaution. Yeah, exactly. It, it, even if, like a lot of people or like anti-maskers as is now called it which is a most insane thing um it, it's like what kind of like what's the point of the but there's advisory things just to make sure sure we don't spread the virus but even if so even if it was not against the virus and just being precautionary against illnesses exactly it'll still work it's like it's just this is how far a sneeze or cough can travel so keep two meters apart masks stop you from breathing out the virus and also it allows you to stop touching your face exactly. and your mouth and everything like that so it's just it's just do it exactly. and it makes me feel a bit more like less yeah. pressured or less like walking around if i have to, when i would go to work walking to work i wouldn't feel like if someone was near me i wouldn't feel as like like get away from me which exactly. is more like and I, and I think that's the thing is that 
we we we're, we're social animals. That's what we. That's how we evolved. Yeah. And when you now packed onto a train or a bus, getting from point A to point B, and someone there just just doesn't give a, and you're like, all right, you know what? I don't mind you not giving a, but don't come near me. Yeah. And I think it's that whole kind of then you you're in a situation whereby someone's in your personal space. They've got a different attitude to life that you've got, and it's a it will lead to conflicts. And I think this this is occasions where, uh, especially now, where you can say six months ago, people n- didn't know anyone that either had COVID or died from COVID. Almost guarantee someone now knows someone that has either tested positive mm. or has died from it, and that's just in a matter of what six months. Yeah, I think the stat is now is like in London. Um. In London or England, um, one in thirty people have it. Yeah, so and it's like a classroom. Exactly. So the thi- and and I mean that's a, that's another thing. Speaking of classrooms, because what you've got is you've got people like myself and others who are like saying, "All right, fine, you can work from home. You can do what you need to do at home." Other people have to go out and work, and they're doing a great job. But then in between that, and I know I spoke to a friend of mine. Him and his wife were working from home, so they were self isolating, and their kids went to school uh, over the Christmas period. The whole family tested positive for COVID. The whole family. Yeah. So I was like, well, what's going on? And as he said, it's simple. The kids go to school. Cool. And, and there's no actual, there's a limited amount of um, stuff you can do to control the children because like, especially primary school kids, they don't, don't understand. So they're going to do exactly. everything and that's not right. the regulations. And, and when I knew everything and I was about 14 and I knew everything, um, I know what I've been like. I can imagine this a scenario, which is like, you know, um, don't forget wear your mask. Yeah, 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 not a problem. So I would leave the house with the mask on my face. And then I you would, would leave yeah. the house, ha- and then the moment you leave, you just take no, off. No, no, I don't leave. I'm, I'm, I realise I grew up in a house where there was discipline. So I would wait till I'm at least down the end of the road and round the corner yeah. and away from where someone can see me. And then, then I would kind off. of put the mask over my face, by my mouth usually. And then if I see my friends, because you don't think you're under pressure from your friends, you are. If they're not wearing the mask, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, whatever the, the, you have to say. Mm. And by the time I get into school, I can guarantee the, the, the mask will be in my pocket and I'll be running around being my usual foolish 14 to 16-year-old self that knew everything. Exactly. And, and, and to me, that's, that's, that's how it is. And when I come home, again, I get to the same point where I take it off and I put it back on again. And then when I go home and the question, how was it? How was school was all right? Most young men will say, it's all right. And then what I would do, do you wear your mask? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's it, dismiss it. Would I take my Would I take my arm, close off? And I must be thrown to the side of the room. Would I necessarily wash my hands when I come home? Yeah, to some degree, if I was pressured to it. But then I know because the house I'm coming home to, I will be forced to because I know if I didn't, um, there will be consequences. So, yeah. so that's the pressure. Then now, as, as we kind of like instill in our children, you know, you follow follow the house rules, which they do. Follow levels of hygiene, which I think we do. Yeah. But then when you now go into other, you have conversations with other people. It's like, well, it's a joke. It's a conspiracy. I've seen them all on social media. I've seen them all. But the thing is, is that do I trust the government? Not really. Do I do I trust the information? Not really. I know there's a lot of information and a lot of information makes sense. But then from a government's point of view, you do something, you're wrong. You don't do anything, you're wrong. You can't give everyone the information that they have because I'm sure they know more than we do. But then at the same time, it's a case of, one, people are dying, simple as. Yeah. Um, if we take the 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 the, 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 um, the guidelines, that's not only in the UK, but throughout the world, it makes sense. And there's certain countries, if we decided to leave and go to these countries, whether it's on holiday, to see family, uh, friends, you'll find that if we have the same attitude that we have in London and the UK, we would either be quarantined, yeah. in prison, 
or beaten. <laughs> That's yeah. true. So because the thing is, is that there's a certain level of like people are saying, oh, they're taking your liberties and people are going to watch you. Uh, 5G is going to destroy how we are. People want to get all the information. All right, there's levels, there's levels and there's levels. But fundamentally, I think sometimes we think that um, they are actually, they know more than they actually do. So we, we actually um, live in somewhere between science fact and science fiction. And um, that, that kind of, um, I'm going to round that up now, I think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to round that up. Science fact and science fiction. I think I round it up. Yeah. yeah. Gonna, because th- that leads me really nicely onto, I was watching TV and I saw this, what I thought was science fiction. Remember there was a film when um, terrorists attacked um, America and the White House. Oh, was it White House Down? That's it. Yeah. So I, I thought I was watching a clip from that. And then I thought it was actually <laughs> CNN. And I thought, I had a call. Someone said, have you watching the news? I'm thinking, I thought it was a film. No, it was not a film. Donald Trump, the Donald, went out there and he incited people. He kind of wound them right up. And what did they do? They stormed the Capitol. Stormed the Capitol. People all around the world watched a film that was not a film and watched a man who is supposedly the leader of the free world, a man who was elected by well, half the American population, just over half the American population, and then tried to be re-elected again by nearly half the population because it was very close and um, he didn't get it. So what did he do as the man, the great Donald does? It's What did he say? It's, it's all, it's, it's a conspiracy. Um, it's fake. Um, they 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 did this and that, and we need the votes recounted. Bearing in mind, when you look back at the actual first election when he got, he didn't actually want to be the president of the yeah. United States. He, when he got there, it was almost like a fluke. And what do I do next? And there's a lot of things that happened in between that. But one of the things that I found interesting was his children. Um, I think by watching them, especially young Donald, they actually believe that they're are the next leaders of America. They actually believe, like the Kennedys and like the Bushes before them, that they're the next kind of ordained mm. leaders of America. Because they're the royalty. Yeah, that's, that's it. and that's what struck me. You had people who were, and I'll say it, I'll say this, is that when we watched it and I looked at the people that were just storming in there and I looked and I thought, if you were made up another section of the American population, you would be dead. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's uh, that's what everyone was saying. Yeah, you, you watch it and you think, wow, if you if you made up so-called another part of an American population, if you weren't the 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 face of America, if you, if you right, one person took a knee, and that was un-American. Um, other people spoke out because by doing nothing, certain sections of America can get shot and killed, but then by doing something, other parts of the American population can actually go to the heart the center of the democracy in America in America and walk into someone's room, put your feet up and write something. I can't say threatening their life, but was it, would you say threatening their life? It's threatening, it's threatening their safety. Yes. 100%. And, and that's okay. And then you walk out and one person, unfortunately lost their lives. They were in there, but for the number of people that stormed and did what they did, um, if, it, if you were part of another part of American population... They wouldn't even get past the steel barrier. No way. So, I mean, at the moment, it'd be interesting because I was having a conversation, I think, because um, we didn't go anywhere, so in the house, and I'm thinking, now, whatever Donald Trump may have walked away from, impeachment or whatever it was that uh, 
other other leaders in America were out to say, well, you know what, at least he's gone. We can get on with our lives. He's done what I think they didn't want him to do and they're going to have to stop him because I think he will try and run again. Yeah, he's got people... There was a weird scene I saw online where there was a Japanese parade for him. A Japanese parade? There were like, a like I don't know how, like a hundreds or something, maybe plus Japanese people were parading for like Donald Trump. I saw something equally as weird and that was when um, it was Ni Nigeria, people were in the streets and they had American flags and they were actually out there supporting Donald Trump and I thought, this, this, I don't get it. I don't get it. So that's why I've, for him to somehow have that outreach to multiple countries and to multiple people and to get this, um, get to get people to actually storm the capital, if he's not impeached, that just shows the precedent of what, of how they have the American people or government look at democracy, look at their people. Because if he has that power now, what's stopping him from doing that in three years? No, that's what I'm saying. He will go. He will run again. And yeah. Th what he did this year successfully is that he actually spent his time campaigning all all four years previous to for the 2020 election. He knew his fan base and he went for it. And Donald Trump, I don't know Donald Trump. I read a few books and you you look at him and his relationship with with the establishment, the leaders, the the money makers, the shakers. He's not a part of that. So he's always an outsider. Anyone that's an outsider and seems to be for the people, uh, I don't I, I don't know, there's, there's people that will follow. This, this, if, if someone appeals to you, you will follow them. And obviously it doesn't appeal to a person of my, my mindset, but there's many, many people obviously he appeals to. And yeah. those are the people that he fired up enough for them to actually go into or feel. That's the other thing I think is to feel that they can do what they did. They, they felt like they could they, take, it's, take it's, back this America. Is ours. This is, we, we are the Americans. We are the true Americans. Don, our leader has said this is un-American, un so we have to make it American again and take the votes. They, they were attempting to take the votes, the, the collegiate votes, for some to just exactly. not have so they couldn't vote it so they can exactly. stop the actual and, and, but but it's a passion it's like when you see the passion and the anger and 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 the the, the way that there's this this all of a sudden queue there's this enemy there's unknown there's unseen against us they've stopped us from being who and what we are it's like they're not tangible they're not physical it's like i don't get that i don't and these are people so i think there was um a, that he was he lost his job sorry ceo of a company yeah um, and I was, I, I, you, you're, you're obviously a man of certain intelligence, but to get so fired up about this, I'm like, well, maybe I'm missing something. And you know, actually, you know something. I know what was missing. Was that Wonder Woman? <laughs> Wonder Woman, <laughs> a superhero, Donald, Donald the Trump, Superman. S on his chest. Now, I, I, again, I'm just, I'm just kind of like leading on to it's one. Well, I thought that's pretty good, really. It wasn't bad. It wasn't Don't bad. Wonder Woman would have stopped them, but it would, it would have. But imagine the, the last two are truth. Oh, if we had that, <laughs> then so many, the government would be in ruins. The lasso, I think every government, and I think it's <laughs> on both sides, Democrats and Republicans, I think the lasso of untruth would be a better one. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, uh, over, over this period of time, I, I managed to, uh, I've watched so much rubbish TV. I mean, that's an, that's for the next, that's for the next one. Mm. Because I, I, I think I've kind of like, um, gone on from the US, the UK films and series. 
uh, to my Korean. Yep. <laughs> I love the Korean stuff. Everyone watching the Korean stuff. And and um, I managed to get um, to, to view Wonder Woman, 1984. And I did not read any reviews. I, I, I am a comic fan. I've been for decades. And I, I actually like the Justice, Justice League movie. And I like the Wonder Woman movie, the first one. The Wonder Woman, one, the Wonder Woman movie is good. Justice League film is terrible. I, you know what? And that's why I said to you, I like watching terrible things. But I, I like watching terrible things because sometimes they make so little sense that it's funny or it's just amusing. But the Justice League film just no, this, was just plot-wise and plot-wise bad, story structure bad, pacing awful. It was just, as a movie, bad. Yeah, but I still liked it. You can still like it, and I think I think what it was. I think it's just objectively bad. No, it's objectively bad. But I think for me, okay. what what I liked it is that, or it couldn't, it couldn't compare to the Avengers. The Avengers literally built up over a what a twenty ten, years, yeah, period. It was ten, but it was before like, the Avengers movie, yeah, yeah ten, yeah. yeah. So it, it built up to this 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 uh, the finale was fantastic. But um, when I watched the um, Justice League, I liked the characters. There's certain characters I think. Uh, that worked out better. The Flash, I'm kind of like in two minds because I, I, I don't, I don't like. The I, Flash I like, I like the Flash from the TV series. So I like every <laughs> other iteration of Flash, yeah. other than the movie Flash, because I'm, I'm, he doesn't even seem smart. He seems no, like he's no, go, happy go lucky. Exactly, just, doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. The, the Flash reminds me of Iron Fist. Yeah, <laughs> where, where you you're waiting for a character to come along, and it's like, mm. I think the Iron Fist character was the worst one that they had an arm in terms of when they did the series. And or, I know it's DC and Marvel, but I'm just drawing about. Uh, what something could have been better, but I, I didn't. I didn't mind. The, I didn't mind the didn't mind the Justice League, but Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. I haven't watched that. I only seen. I, I, I would say don't. Um, I I want to watch it just to see how bad it is. Really, no, no. If it was made in nineteen eighty four, <laughs> it would be really good. No, seriously, because when you, when you watch it, it's, it's a homage to eighties. Yeah, one hundred. It, 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 it doesn't sit bad. Around the first like Superman film, which is like you could believe a man could fly, or yeah. around the time um, which goes back even earlier, some of the early Star Wars, it has that kind of feel. It has a feel that it's not made even a storyline, the plot, and that the villain in it is is old school classic poor villain. It's like Flash Gordon. Mm. You 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 could see the villain from the first scene. You knew he was going to be there, and then you, you the other character, the um, female character. Um, Chitara. Yeah, she 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 starts off with potential, but again, it's eighties eighties villains, and and then t- right at the end, how it, how everyone kind of gets back into gets back on track. It's it's very much like um, He Man. It's so it, it's, was it's, it that campy? It's very campy. Okay, it's terrible. It's terrible, and and, and it's not because I think we've been spoiled. For me, the Matrix changed the game in terms of what you would expect. From yeah, from from a sci-fi um, genre, and this one just took it back. Where you got to appreciate if it was made in nineteen eighties, I think it would have been ahead of its time. Yeah, <laughs> because well, it is ahead of its time. So that's kind of the point. <laughs> no, if it was made in the eighties, it would have been okay. This is this is something, but because of everything that has followed and where we are now in terms of expectations, it's it's a to me if you've got a day that you want to sit down and just do nothing. And that's why it was ideal for Christmas. It was just that do, do Good nothing. Point. Day. Do, do nothing is release yeah. it where everybody's just at yeah. home. And, and, and the thing is, is that the, the, the actually, I mean, the, the best part of it to me was when Wonder Woman was the, 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 the young, the young 
character right at the very beginning because I think the beginning of it is perhaps the best when you see that that was to me the best part of the film um, and the initial entry that she made when she came through and you saw she saw her presence in terms of like how um, time had moved on from when she was first seen uh, around the second second world war hmm. um, until she she now appears again in 1984 and, and a very good acting as well when it came down for to how she missed the love of her life and this, so there's parts of it that you could think, great, let's build from there. But then th- the story just kind of is so weak. Um, what's, the, what's the main character's, um, not main character, um, main villain's name again? Maxwell Laws? Maxwell Laws, yeah. yeah. But uh, and funny enough, I read the bio about him afterwards, how he should be. And he does play a part in the DC universe. Yeah, he's, he's but, like a decent villain in the actual comics. Yeah, but this one, he is so camp. He, 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 he is the villain. If you, I don't know if you, if you, you ever see the Superman film. The original um, Lex Luthor, yeah, it follows in that vein. Okay, it follows very and and uh, he's not he's not. I'm not saying you're looking for a dark aspect of the character. It's just that he's very. Um, he's, he's he's actually he's 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 good at being bad. Oh, okay. So he's, he's, so if that makes sense. So it's he's, just you're meant to hate him. Yeah, but the thing is, is the way he's, he's like a really bad car <laughs> car car salesman in a really bad suit. In, and you look at his hair and you think that actually looks like a wig, yeah. So, so <laughs> it does. Is this sounds such, this sounds such a, like a bad movie? No, it is. It's really bad. And I and, and as I said, I make no qualms. I like watching bad films. I like I could. All right, you know, you know. If what did I watch that you guys just looked at me? I was watching. Um, it was what was I watching? It was a. Uh, it's the, it's a Netflix. It was something about ballet, a ballet school. And um, a murder in a ballet school. I forgot the name of it. It was bad. I watched it, and I, I, I kind of enjoyed. It. And I enjoyed that. Yeah. So if I enjoyed that rubbish, so and I'm telling you, Wonder Woman is worse than that. <laughs> right. That's a very. It, it's bad. Mm. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. So, but so what have you been kind of like um, watching or listening to anything in particular? Um, I've been listening to a lot of more rap recently. Seriously. Um, I think with the death of MF Doom. Yeah, it's um, made me kind of like appreciate it more and the nuances within it just because of I'd say he's probably like one of the best rappers ever just to how in like the art form of it how he how he there was like a base for like a foundation which every aspiring artist or even good rappers would follow but he would learn how to just mould it and break it into his own way. But it's interesting you said MF Doom, but unless you know about rap music, you won't know about him. Yeah. Because he's one of these artists that... Um, if you know about Drake, you'll know about yeah. J. Cole and Big Sean, whoever. If you actually paid attention to music and get deep into it, you would um, know who MF Doom is, I'd believe. But um, but, but then... I, 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 and there's a lot of artists because I think in many sense he was like underground. Yeah, he was but underground. He was the he, most. But he wasn't overground underground the artist. Artists, that's right. Um, but yeah, so I've listened to that more. Um, more like, not more, but just continuing with my like figuring out more neo soul and kind of yeah. like jazz rap artists because I just think that kind of genre, that kind of lane of rapping and R and B, just getting better. R and B, I've been getting some more. Um. I've been liking um, Chloe and Halle. Yes, uh, interesting, and thank you for touching on that. I like Chloe and Halle, and I think they're really talented. Yeah, I was watching something on YouTube the other day, and I thought, why? You, why? Why is that company trying to make you guys sexy? 
um, there's a video that they had and I thought it just didn't, or I'm an older man, fine, all right? But um, to me, the art form and what they're singing and what they had them in, it just, I don't, I don't know, I just, I just didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I mean, H.E.R., her, I like her. She didn't, she hasn't kind of like gone that route, but I found that. Well, I don't think that's just, that's not how she is as an artist. But am, I, am I wrong about Chloe and Haley then? Because I'm Possibly. They, they like expressing, from what I've seen in, I guess, some social media, I don't follow them or anything, but from their music videos and some social media, they like, they're completely expressive in themselves as a whole, like, them, how they are personally, how they are physically, how they are through their music. Yeah, that's even like within like you could see it within their album, the Ungodly Hour, which is in itself is like an Ungodly Hour, which is a bit un, not the safest thing to say. Is kind of like yeah, it's like I think they said it themselves in an interview, I think like the Breakfast Club is like this is like showing them like the different sides of them, which I think they're trying to do. Well, but if it's, if, I mean, if they if they've got control of that themselves and they're doing that, more, more that's what it seems. More, to be. more kudos to them. But I yeah. just I just found that when. Um, and I was just t- talking about, if I look at the UK artists in relation to American artists, I think the American artists tend to be oversexed and, and, and are sell- is selling that, um, that whole, that whole thing about, look at me, my body's like, um, who was it now? The artist I saw, there was a, there was a video clip that came up briefly, um, and forgot her name. She's a female rapper and, um, Megan Thee Stallion. No, no. She done a track with Megan Thee Stallion. Doja Cat. No, not Doja Cat. Sweet, sweetie something. No, no, she, she did the track with, um, what's her name? But basically she's got a baby from the guy from... Cardi B. Cardi B, yeah. She did, she had a video. Oh, oh, oh uh, Megan Stanley and Cardi B, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And, and she started playing the track and then her daughter came into the room and she stopped the track that she was playing. And this is yet a track that some people would play to their children in the car. And there's a dance that go along, on, um, which is there on TikTok. Yeah. And it's, it's suggestive, but, but, the, but the whole selling selling sex... But then as a mother, she kind of decides, well, no. And to me, maybe, I'm not saying it's hypocritical, but what it is, she's actually showing she's a good mother. She's saying, well, I don't want my daughter listening to this. Yeah. But then it's as a commodity, she's put that out there. And some parents will just let their children listen to it and dance to it, etc. And I thought that's, that was an interesting, um, interesting thing to see for me. Uh, but me personally, I, I'm actually, I think the UK artists, as you said, the, 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 the whole genre, UK singers or UK female singers, uh, um, I think that's going to be something which will be very big in 2021. I know the, the, the rappers from the UK, I think they're doing that. They're doing brilliantly. Yeah. Um, and songwriters, producers, I think just generally. In terms generally, of, I, I really like how UK rappers and everything, just not even like drill artists or like grime. Um, I just think in general, like production wise and everything, it's just... I think they're leading the way, definitely. Yeah, especially... Um, one of my favorite songs was um Pasta Losing Back Row G's yeah. My Family, <laughs> yeah, no, which I think you've heard me play it. Oh, blare it and but you know what? I didn't like that song when I first heard it. Then it's one of those songs where one day it just kind of like got under my skin. Yeah, and, and it'll grow on you. It, it was it's everything. The song uh, I can't it, think of a bad thing with the song. No, nah, it, it reminds me of Buster Rhymes back in the day. Where yeah. you find like, like Buster Rhymes, yeah, 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 and you're you're into something without even knowing you're into it. So so when I and I saw the um I think they did something live over a few months back. Um, it's a BBC. Yeah, something. that's and yeah. I was like, it, I can imagine. Funny another, thing with that, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, back row G's. Um, Mike wasn't on. 
Wasn't it on? It wasn't on, but you could still hear him through um Pastor Lou's mic. Seriously. So he was still doing he, he was that loud. But that's what I like, is that the energy and I can imagine and which for these guys I'm really sad for is that if if it wasn't COVID and it is, but if they had a chance to go to festivals oh. and perform live, yeah. I, I can imagine it's like one of those songs where you start off and you think, Oh, it's all right, and by the middle of it or um near the end. You're just writing that, um, and yeah, my friends are waiting for um anything to happen to play that song or any concert for that song to be played or him to be in appearance because it's just such a and it's the big energy. Song. It's the energy. It's the energy. It's production. Um, from the fanatics is just. Uh, but anyway, I'm a, I'm a fanatics. I'm a fan of that. Um, big, big fan. And 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 uh, that is so much good work that they're doing. Yeah. Uh, and. I just I just love what the UK is offering to the rest of the world in terms of music, the artists, and and young. You said like drill artists. I'm not a fan of drill, but I actually like some of the drill artists. I, what I like now from like the drill scene is that they've kind of recognised some of them mm-hmm. have recognised that it's kind. Of, well, obviously you've got the ones that are like still on, still on road. <laughs> yeah, they live that life, so that's what they they use yeah. it to kind of express what they're doing, which is fair if you're doing that type of lifestyle but ones that are more like mainstream and more popular using kind of the drill formula and changing it to like suit a different like just a different concept of a song or different making it a story like um i think hedy one's done it yeah um millions has done it yeah and um nox has done yeah uh, my favorite and i don't and i um and you're speaking of voices and vocals is abracadabra oh uh, from north London. No, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. it's is that um uh, I I sit there and I yeah, he's one of the few that's done the drill kind of formula and just changed it to suit exactly. himself as well. One hundred percent, because I think he, he spent some time on road doing what, unfortunately, some of these artists will do. But his voice reminds me of it's just deep. Like, mm. what's the artist that passed away? Unfortunately, Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke. So I can imagine if him and Pop Smoke did a song, <laughs> that would have been a great uh, song. Ah, uh, because it's, it's 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 a case of he reminds me of almost like a young a UK version of Chief Keef, where it's he, he is about the life he's lived, but it's yeah. a case of having the right people around you to see, to, yeah, to, to see to, you out of and keeping. Oh no, yeah, to, to it's to deal with that evolution because you're you're doing something to take you away from from that life, and and you can't be. Was there someone that said is it's, it's at the age that you are, you're in it, but add ten years to your age, if you're still on road in your thirties, mm. yeah. And not and to me that's that's when you are you're a gangster, you're doing you're all about that life. But if you've got an opportunity to move away from it and make a living, make have a business, support your family. Yeah. And you know what? And I and but I, I digress, but I'm gonna try and remember what I wanted to say. UK female R and B artists and just you male UK female vocalists. I am hoping that twenty twenty one is the year because there are Oh, there's so many great artists out there now, and they've mm. done the put like Ray Black, one of my favorites. Ray Black, yeah. Mahalia, LMA, Nao, um, Georgia Smith, yep. Tiana. I, and I, I heard this track and I was like, I like this. But I didn't realize I actually knew her work more than I, I realized. Tiana Major Nine. Um, Cara Marnie's another one, which I find it one of my favorites. And I know she's not even an R&B artist, but she's an, I just like her vibe and her energy. Joy Crooks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Celeste. Mabel is interesting, poppy R and B. Yeah, but I like what she's done. Um, she's worked with a brand, IMDb. There's so many, mm. and there's some that I forgot. But um, I would say to anyone, um, 
take time out. Ray Black to me, uh, she just she 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 sings from the heart. She goes back to almost a school. If you want to go right back to Billie Holiday, Mary J. Blige, she tells a story, um, and just love her voice. Um, do you have any favorites yourself? Um, probably the biggest one there is Georgia Smith. I look up f- out for her stuff. Ray Black's a favorite of mine. Mahalia. Yeah. Um, like a lot of her songs. Um, I think that's really it going forward. I like um, is it Cleo Soul? Yeah, Cleo Soul. Yeah. I really like her stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just Miss Banks. Yeah, again as a rapper to me, uh, she is brilliant. Right? Yeah. And it's, and uh, one of the way uh, I'll, I'll say uh, something Algerian was it Algerian doll. I forgot. Um, Ivorian doll. Ivorian doll. Um, she she I heard her and I was like wow. Because she's very grimy. Yeah. <laughs> very grimy and very good. But I know she's had some issues with her contract recently. Because I think yeah, she signed she a, a con- terrible contract. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing these artists have got to be really, really, really weary of is what will happen in terms of the contracts. And, right, someone can ask this question. Why would I, as an older man, listen to all these music and, and, and these young artists and maybe even like it? I do. I've always liked music. When I was in my teenage years, I used to listen to jazz. Yeah. <laughs> I used to listen to... Um, R&B, soul, reggae. I still love dub. I love music. Strangely enough, I like punk. Yeah. Um, I like music. And, and there's certain music. I like I like music, literally soul music, something you listen to. Uh, as, as, you, as you said um, earlier, it's that like you listen to something. And not only is it soulful, but sometimes you can't even understand what the person is saying sometimes. But just the melody, the song, it just it, touches you. Yeah, same way as actually you can... Um I'm not, even, I'm not sure it relates to the right word, but you can like resonate with like I do with like Korean music, Japanese yeah. music, yeah. even like French, yeah. like just um, a, a language that I can't understand, but just the way they're saying it. it's kind of like mumble rap. I don't know what they're saying, but, you, you but like, they say it so elegantly. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like it's like it's like all right, Afro beats. That's my thing. I like. Um, Actually, I just started doing a dance, which I managed the leg work dance. I, I can do that now. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me why. Why would I want to do that? But I can But I've, I've again, I love music. I love dance. I love dodgy films. I just, I just love life and dodgy films. Um, that uh, my dad means like just bad films. Yeah, bad films. films. Not dodgy films like you go on late night. Nothing no, like that. that. Bad films. Bad films. Bad yeah, films. very bad. B movies. C yes, movies. Even. That's it. Yeah. What dodgy films he said that have has different terminology in it. Yeah, that's why I just said mm. that. Thank you for that, my son. You're welcome. Yeah. So um what we're gonna try and do, if anything, is at the end of this, just just give you some of the little UK female R and B artists yeah. to just look out for. So anyway, thank you for listening again. Appreciate it. And stay safe. Please do. Yes, it's crucial. Yeah, because it's no joke out there, even though you see all the jokes, all the banter and everything else like that. If you don't care about other people, at least care about yourself. And it'd be nice if you care about other people as well. So stay safe. Wash your hands. And overall, just be good to each other, right? Take it. Take care. Until next time. <laughs>